Welcome to the More Podcast with Jordan and Marissa Nordlum, where we talk about more. Everything messy, original, real, and eternal. We can't wait to have you along with us for the journey. There is more. Welcome to the More Podcast. Hey, let's go. We are so excited to be here. It is episode Two. two. Yo, come on. This is so much fun. Episode one was incredible. We had so much fun. We had so much good feedback too. Thank you so much for everybody who watched our Thank first you so, so episode. Much. We were like, you know so what? Painful. We were so excited to start, but we had no like expectation of like who was going to watch, what people were going to say. We were just having fun. And so we're so, honestly, we're super stoked that like a ton of people told us they loved it and they were ready to start the journey with us yeah thank you to everyone who's already watched if you have not watched episode one get it you can still watch it it. you can download it and where can they watch literally everywhere pretty much it's awesome awesome. and if you want to watch watch on youtube if you want to listen that's great uh in your car wherever you watch or listen to podcasts uh we're excited that you chose us Pretty awesome. So good. Today's going to be fun. We're going to talk about love. Come on. Let's talk about love, baby. Uh, I was going to clap. You're going to clap. You're like, ah. (laughs) That's like the white in us a little bit, Uh, but it's okay. We have rhythm. We have rhythm, right? Uh, But we're talking about love, and primarily we're talking about our love story today. So I'm going to, like, I'll start it a little bit, you know, but first before we get into our story, what? Babe, I'm curious. What is your favorite like rom com? Like favorite romance movie? I think I have a, f- a few ideas, but like, what's your favorite? Tell the people. Okay, so I am thinking about this question, and immediately a movie comes to my mind, and it's How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yes, that is a great movie. It's the best. You kind of low key stole mine, but it's okay. The fact that you're getting this excited about this question is why I married you. It's true. <laughs> if you guys don't know, I actually really, really, really like rom coms. Um, I don't prefer them over action flicks, no, but don't. I do really like them. Uh, my favorite is is probably classical. Um, it's The Notebook because oh. in the first few moments you're just sold, like you're just sold. You're in love. It's a it's a really special romance, is it not? That's a that's a good one. It's a good one, and they and they end up together, which is always a good thing, right? Oh <laughs> well, just go watch it if you haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We're not worried about spoiler. I don't, don't want to spoil it. For it's anyone. like 15 years ago, but anyways, yeah. let's get into our story. I'm excited to talk to really everybody and kind of tell everybody kind of how we met, so how we're awesome. going into things. Um, it's kind of fun though because we're not going to talk about our story today. We're going to talk about dating in general, right? And so that's kind of a little yes. teaser into uh, a little bit later in the podcast. So don't skip ahead. Stay with us. But uh, our story is pretty awesome. Uh, when does it start, babe? What's the year? 2014 is this 2014 2014 starts back in 2014 and it starts guys this is gonna no judgment okay on today's podcast uh it starts on instagram come on instagram couples if you're out there god is faithful right yeah platform yeah there you go uh god is good and god can use anything including instagram uh but i'm i'm on my couch in 2014 um in the bay area shout out to the bay area uh, with one of my college roommates, I was a sophomore in college, and I'm not kidding you guys, I had just gotten out of a relationship, I was really depressed, I was really going through it, and I was scrolling Instagram, like most of us do when we're heartbroken, don't do it, and I was scrolling, and I'm not kidding you, this is a true story, I leaned over to my, my college roommate as I scrolled, I had saw a friend of mine post a picture, and uh, I, I kind of a group picture of a bunch of people, and I had zoomed into this 
particular person's face, my wife. And I was like, oh my gosh, she is gorgeous. And so I turned to my roommate and with my phone, like the iPhone, like four, it was like the Super iPhone six, version. whatever it was. Yeah. Like you could barely even see her. I was like, this is my future wife. I kid you not. I literally called it out. I turned it and he's like, there's no way, bro. That was it. That was his, his response. Great, great friend. There's no way, bro. She's a 10. And I'm like, but dude, I'm like, I'm at least an eight. Okay. Like, give me a, give me a chance. Right. And he's like, you're not an eight. Anyways, <laughs> long story short, I'm like, I'm going to contact her. And so I'm going to, I'll pass the ball off to my wife. She can tell you what had happened next, but I may or may not have chose to slide into the DM. Yes. <laughs> this story is great. So yeah, you did reach out to me. Yeah. So that's Jordan's half. What happened on my end was I um, had him reach out to me. I had been through a, a really serious breakup, uh, maybe um, about uh, like six months to a year before that. I was not looking to date. I was had zero intentions. My eyes were like, nope, I just need to stay focused on the Lord. I don't even care about guys. And all of a sudden, Jordan's name pops up as an Instagram message on my phone. <laughs> This is back when like everyone used Instagram filters. You didn't like pay for like a third party right, app right. to like edit your photos. This is when you actually you were just on your used, own. Yeah, you you just used the preset on Instagram that was like super like sepia or something like no, that. That was the best. <laughs> Anyways, but you reached out to me during that era. And I remember uh your message popped up on the screen and I thought, oh my gosh, my first thought was Oh my gosh, who is this creep? I literally said <laughs> that too. I keep it real on the podcast. It's I know, true. I know. And I actually did say that too. I told my girlfriend, I said, oh my gosh, who is this guy? I don't even know him. And he's, what a creep. But for whatever reason, I decided to um, not block you, which is so weird, but hey, I don't know why I didn't. That's God. It is God. And um, I just decided not to ever reply. I left you on red. <laughs> I can't believe I left you on red, but that's not the end of the story. It isn't. Should I continue? You should. Okay. That is just the beginning. So I left you on red and uh, when I did, um, there was like a few times throughout that summer, I feel like you'd comment on my Instagram photos and I remember telling I was my, that guy who was like spam. Totally. I would, I would like spam way too and much. And I would reply back to everyone else and totally just purposely like... Yeah. Nah. Hurt, that hurt my feelings, by the way. I know. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But yeah. So, so anyways, as I did that, I thought to myself, it's okay because I, even though this guy says he's coming to Arizona, he's going to go to Grand Canyon University. Shout out GCU. We both went there. What's up? Um, I thought I will never run into him. That school is so big. Right. There are thousands of kids on campus. I don't Plenty even live on... Plenty of places to hide. I don't even live on campus. I commute. Right. Um, I knew we were going to be in different degree programs based off what you had told me in your original message. <laughs> so I just thought we'll never see each other and it's all going to be okay. And so then at the end of the summer, back when kids or kids, back when the cool kids, the cool kids. back yeah. when we show up to, you know, come back for college, um, you showed up at the same church I went to for years and years and years. And you showed up there with your buddy who you saw me in the picture of, right. which I knew, and it clicked in my brain, oh my gosh, we do know each other through people. Like, yeah. this guy is friends with someone I'm friends with that I've been serving with, and I don't know how I feel about that because now I cannot hide. <laughs> so I remember I... Mean, and what happens next? This so, is a big part. This is a huge part. So we were sitting in church, and I leaned over to my sister, who I literally told all summer, this Jordan guy won't leave me alone. He's is telling he's going to come here at GCU and blah, I, was, blah, I was persistent. Me along. Yeah, that's a big part. All right. I was persistent. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I leaned over to my sister and I was like, 
oh my gosh, there he is. What do I do? Because I ha- I wanted to say hi to the rest of my friends that you were with that I hadn't seen all summer, right? And I told my sister, I guess after service, we're just gonna have to walk up to them and like, because we're gonna hang out with the friends, obviously. I said, we're just gonna have to make it look like he never messaged me or I didn't see it all yeah. summer. And I just completely act oblivious to the fact that you ever reached out. So I walk up to you with my sister. That's right. And I think maybe one or two other friends of mine. And we say hi to everybody else that we knew that was back home from uh, from where you were in the Bay. And y'all, I was so giddy at this moment. I'm not kidding you guys. Like I tell my wife to this day, and you guys can get ready to go aw. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Thank you, And I, I still know that to be true today. Uh, and it's crazy because I was so giddy and I remember telling my parents all about it. Anyways, yes, I digress. I found, you should tell that part because I found that out later, which is so crazy. It's true. So anyways, um, we meet you and in the next breath, because I'm so awkward when it comes to like moments like that. And I was so like nervous because I didn't know how I felt about you. And at first I just didn't <laughs> want to ever know you. And then there you were in front of me. So I had to know you. You had to confront me. I had to know you. And so in the next breath, I just said out loud, I blurted, hey, can I give you a tour of this church? And so then I spent like the next 45 minutes giving you a tour of the church. Which Wild is a big meeting. church, if you didn't know. It's a big church. So there was a lot of ground to cover. There is a lot. A lot of fun times, which is good. So apparently during that whole time, though, you had been texting your family and were like, mom, dad, this is the girl I told you about. So I'll let you pick up the story and from here. as any good stalker, okay, let's just be honest. We've all stalked somebody at some point. Okay, so that's important to put out there. Uh, I, I married my stalker. That, that's right. That's that, kind of wild. I don't know funny. if we should advertise that. Yeah, though, that's, probably, that's, not the, that. that's not the title of this one. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, not. you don't want to do that. But I was so excited because it's kind of like me and your, your, I guess you say your favorite celebrity. It was kind of like when you saw them in the person, it was a big deal. Okay. I am definitely uh, not It was a crush. A all right. It was a crush. It was a crazy crush. And honestly, to be really honest with the podcast, I really didn't think it was possible. I did not think it'd be possible to marry this gorgeous girl. I did not think it'd be possible that she'd even be talking to me, especially after a crash and burn fail. Okay, I understand a little creepy for sure, uh, but I was just eager. Uh, but I'll kind of continue the story. Over the, the kind of the next few weeks, going to church, spending time um, kind of in the same circles, community circles, uh, we got to know each other a little bit. And there was we one did. moment, there's one, I'm going to share it, one moment where we both felt like, this is kind of funny, um, if you're married, you should ask your spouse this. This is kind of a fun exercise. What was the moment where you guys kind of saw each other for the first time? Totally. Not, not like, oh, yeah, they're my friend. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like they really like you saw them, saw them. And I, I guess you could say like you liked them, liked them. But like it was a moment. And we actually both had the same moment, which is we really did. funny. And we didn't even rehearse this, but I bet she, she's going to say the same thing. Uh, we were at a, 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 a youth meeting. Yes. And uh, like all good youth meetings or, or or I guess community outreach programs or whatever, they have food, right? Food brings people together. And I don't know why, for whatever reason, but we were having chips and salsa. Chips and salsa bring and, people together. Hey, salty, hey. Sugar or salty? It, I think salsa is salty. We got we to do a poll eventually. I'm saying... No, Sugary what, what you, salsa? What you, no, no. What, no. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, what do you like more? Sugar, like sugar or like salt? Like Oh, okay. This is a conversation for another topic. It is. But I'm just curious. I I'm think, a salt guy. Anyways. Oh, I have to have both. Yes, it's true. I was reaching for the salty chips and I remember like our, it was like a moment where like we both didn't like, it wasn't like, okay, it wasn't like Hollywood. We didn't like both touch hands in the salsa. That'd be a little weird. But like we both were going for the chip at the same time. You remember that? Yes, I and, remember. And we looked at each other and we had like that double look, but it was quick. It was like real fast and i remember having that moment where we just kind of did like one of those half smiles like 
Almost like we saw each other with like fresh eyes. That's a great way of putting it. It was like a fresh eye moment. It wasn't like we were just friends. It wasn't like I I had climbed out of the creeper pit. It totally. Definitely. Yes. But we got to back up a little okay, bit. Okay, back up. Rewind. We got to tell people basically. So what ha- what happens when you get there? So you yeah. message me in April of 2014. Yeah. You show up on the scene. Yeah. In August yeah. of 2014. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of like you totally stopped being creepy or yeah. which you weren't even creepy to begin with, but you totally stopped even pursuing me. I stopped. Yeah. And uh, we just were friends, a part of a really large friend group that yeah. was all serving together mm-hmm. while in college and like literally serving and I think, youth, youth together. Uh, and for whoever, whoever this might help out there, I think I was just aware that like I was coming on too strong. Yes. For a moment And there. honestly, though, but it was the best thing because we mm-hmm. literally remained friends. We did. And we were a part of the same friend group. So naturally, we were hanging out together. And you but saw it just and, and I think part of me was almost like Jordan's not trying to be overboard. He just wants to be my friend now. Right. And that's okay because I was curious about you. And something really intrigued me about you. Right. And I wanted to know you more, but I didn't want to, like, go too fast. Totally. So that was also a really big deal. So I would say that... Maybe then, okay, so you get there in August. We just remain friends. I think we saw that chips and salsa moment. Maybe around together. what really month did. would you say that was? I would say that was probably closer to October. I was just going to say October. Yeah. yeah, so something around like October time. Right. And um, then around like the holiday season is when we really started like developing feelings for each other. Yeah, and I'll talk about that. This is kind of an important thing that we were pretty like, I guess you say dedicated as individuals in, is that we really, really wanted to make sure that we were dating to get married. We'll talk about it in a little bit here in the podcast, but a lot of people date for a lot of different reasons. Right. We really want to make sure that being that we come out of so many bad relationships, the next person we really want to date would be someone we hopefully be someone we can marry or we see that attribute in. And so we took some serious time even in that flirty phase. Maybe you're in a flirty phase right now. Uh, praying for you because that's a tough phase. Uh, maybe you're, you know, still in the flirty phase and you've been married 30 years. Love that. Um, but it's important to recognize for us in our season and kind of in our story uh, over that holiday season, we were just really stuck in that flirty phase. We didn't really want to jump into it too quickly. No right. shame to anybody who gets married really quickly. Um, some I've heard some incredible stories, uh, and it's honestly like I'm really jealous because we waited so long to get married. Uh, but we, yeah, we basically around December, January, we kind of officially, I guess you could say, confessed our love for each other or whatever that looked like, our like for each other. And what did we do? We really felt like, at least this is kind of you know our, relation, our relationship with the Lord, that we were going to wait. We were going to yeah. wait to, to date. make it official. Yeah. Uh, and we were going to wait till specifically, and I'll let Marissa tell this part of the story, a particular month, a little bit later than maybe you wanted. So yeah. So I at first thought wanted nothing to do with you. And then you show up on the scene and I'm like, cool. He just wants to be my friend. Then around like fall time, holiday time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually think I like him. <laughs> I think now that in my heart, I'm healed and ready to maybe date with intention. And I think it could be a serious thing. And then we get to know each other. We talk to each other. We're like, hey, we actually both feel this way. Let's eventually date. And then Jordan says to me, but I feel like God is telling me we should not date till March. Dude. And that wrecked this Marissa. was like back around fall time. So you're like, I feel it. So he said six months and six months would have been March. And I remember thinking in that moment, oh my gosh, at first 
I didn't like you. <clears throat> then I was like, cool. He's a really cool guy and I love being his friend. Then I was like, I really like you. And then he tells me, let's not date for six months, but just be intentional friends. I had never had anyone do that. Yeah. And I didn't know how to take it except for I wasn't going anywhere because I really wanted to date you. So I was like, here we go. Six months. And you all have no idea how hard that was for me. Like if you know, if you know me, like I, like I said romance. OK, I love romance, rom-com. Like I'm a romantic guy and I it was killing me inside to wait that long. But I really felt my convictions, uh, my personal relationship with the Lord, March was that season. And, and it was a good thing that we it was, waited. It was a great thing. And so I want to talk a little bit. Um, and, and, and when we say waited, we're meaning like we waited to call ourselves boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, official. We waited to even have a first kiss, to yeah. hold hands. We, yeah. like, we like waited totally. and we just pursued. And we had a few dates. Yeah, but we, they were so chill. They Super were literally chill. just us getting to know each other. Maybe we went talking, like, talking. I don't. I, maybe we went out to eat once. I actually yes. don't know if we did. I think we may have waited. Yeah. But they were literally just us Spending being time friends. Together. Yeah. And there was no intimate part about it at all. It was just a friendship. Yeah. And out of that friendship, something really beautiful formed, um, which and, is and really powerful to be um, strengthened. Exactly. And what happened in March? Everyone's eager. Okay. March 5th. I, I, I gave her a little suspense. Okay. Five days in there. But on March 5th, I was really, really like trying to do it up special. We had waited so long for this moment. So I took uh, you up on a mountain. Yes. We call it North Mountain over here in Phoenix. And it was, a, it was about a 45-minute hike. And we're not hikers. So this was a big deal. No, we are not We're not hikers. hikers. We're shoppers. Right? Yes. But we're not hikers. Uh, shout out to the shoppers out there. But uh, I remember going up on this mountain. It was like kind of like... Uh, sunset time and I had Marissa close her eyes and I did something really special. I basically pulled out some cool things, uh, some candles and I, I had custom made a Bible for her. Okay. That's really Christianese. I get it, but it was really special. Okay. Uh, but we had the really cool you moment. Blindfolded I blindfolded me. you. It was a really cool moment. I unblindfolded her and I ran off the mountain. No, I'm kidding. I stayed there and I was just like really vulnerable. I do think someone thought it was a proposal. That People was did think it was like, Oh, this is a moment. And I'm like, knocking down on a knee i'm just like hey yes. you want to be my girlfriend and, and for us okay it could be cheesy for you but for us it was a big deal it was a really powerful moment and we shared our first kiss and we shared our first kiss on that mountain it's true after waiting for so many so months. many months i know for us it was like a really powerful moment but it was awesome we went to dinner it was epic tell people a little bit about the first few months and kind of walking into even how we got married this is crazy it's it's a god story yeah yeah so we started dating and um and then we 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 were dating. We had been friends for so long. Mm -hmm. We pursued intentional friendship and so right. out of that developed an intentional dating relationship. Right. Uh where we set up healthy boundaries for us, biblical More. boundaries. Yeah. Uh where we um and we worked our hardest to keep them because that's real too. Yeah. Um and we um we just got to know each other better. We got to know each other's families and we asked each other really hard questions. And we really just kind of sewed into each other. We yeah. took we took time to really say like if we were intentional about this relationship if and if even before we were dating, yeah. we knew this could be the one, right? We were really intentional about making sure we went slow on almost every aspect. So once we were in our dating phase, starting in March of 2015, 
you had told me because Jordan's always telling me things. He <laughs> told me that I feel like I need, I want to date you in every single season of a year, yeah, and see see us in that stage, yeah. see our relationship develop over those seasons. I heard a pastor tell me that one time that he had recommended young couples to date, and not for everybody, like definitely different situations for everybody, but had at least recommended for young couples. We were young at the time, the early we were 20s, really young. We were early twenties to date somebody in every month of the year because it. You never really know what, you know, each month brings out in somebody. Sure. If you date someone in summer love in the summertime, it can be very different, right, than January blues. Yeah. Right? And that was a really important element. Yeah, so we did that. And we we dated. And I knew two months into us seriously dating, we started dating in March. By May, I remember knowing this is my husband. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, I know this is it. And um, it was actually a really powerful moment that I had when I was by myself driving in the car and it was super emotional and I called my mom and I just said, mom, you're right. Because I'd always used to ask her, how do you know the, he, how do you know when it, the one's the one? How do you know? How do you know? And my mom used to always tell me, you'll just know. And I hated that answer. But, um, and, and my parents have been married for over 30 years. So they had a really strong relationship and yeah. your parents do too. Yeah. And have been married that long too. And so we, we had that backing, but if you don't have that backing, that doesn't mean that you can't have a beautiful, right. healthy relationship. Right. Absolutely not. Anyways, but side, side plug. But, um, I just knew in that moment, he's the one. Yeah. And, um, so we intentionally dated for a year and then, uh, we graduated from college in that April of 20, this is 15. So we yeah. dated the whole year, 2016, 2016. we graduated from college and then uh, after that, you ended up proposing to me a few days after he graduated. And tell him in a really quick way, because it was like a really long draw. If you can imagine, if I asked her out to be my girlfriend on a mountain, all special, custom Bible, you already know. Your boy went He's, all out for the proposal. You're pretty proud of this moment, I'm huh? so proud of it. Tell him all about it. Okay, yeah. So Jordan <laughs> went all out, and he um, took me on like a daytime adventure. We went to breakfast. Um, we were in San Diego. We were in Coronado. San Diego. We went to breakfast, we got um, uh, lunch, we uh, ended up doing uh, so many crazy things. We went on this like gondola ride, yeah. which is, who even Full knew they Italian, had Italian, the guy was singing. Who even knew they had that in like San yeah, Diego? Yeah. It was so fun. Very fun. And then we went horseback riding and I thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, is he going to propose to me here horseback riding right near like... And it was so cold. It was freezing. Guys, this podcast then, is so real. I was so cold. I was so cold. I was literally thinking, is this the wrong time to propose? That was that cold. Yeah, well, then you didn't propose then. I didn't. You waited, and we went to uh, go have dinner. You're like, let's let's go have dinner, right? And we were going to have a picnic on the ocean with uh, a, a you know, picnic basket you packed right. full of food. And instead of food in the picnic basket, there was a ring. Food. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it led up to a point where I was like, I totally know what's coming. And if he does not propose, then I have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> next. Because this has been like just... I actually was thinking in my brain, how am I going to tell people this story? This is like so extravagant. But yeah. what was cool is you pursued my heart in that way and wanted to make me feel so loved and special. Totally. And so, um, <clears throat> and then we got engaged that night and our families were with us. And so we were celebrating our graduation and engagement. It was an awesome time. And then, uh, let's see, from April to September, we got married. Five and a half months five later. Five and a half. I was going to say six. It yeah. was five and a half months later. We planned a wedding. And, and we, we got, got married, married. In, a, in a cute little barn. In, uh, in Arizona. And yeah. that is our story. 
And the end. And it's been so amazing, uh, you know, uh, and we can, we'll talk a lot more about marriage, a lot more about parenting. We have two little boys. If you missed the first episode, uh, God has been doing so many cool things in our life. Um, and yeah. we do actually want to hear from you guys, too, um, and hearing more about your guys' life, people who are watching um, but yeah. and, and listening. But um, it's so cool to be able to look back from uh, creeper status yeah. to friends <laughs> Uh, to dating, to engage, to now married, um, multiple years. Come on, we made it past even the five year mark. We're going strong, mm-hmm. um, and how what and, and really to see the miracle of what God does in bringing two people together. It's yeah. uh, it's incredible. Uh, but what we want to do on the podcast, we like I said earlier, we didn't want to just talk about us. We want to talk about maybe even talking a little bit more about uh, maybe where you're at. If you're listening, wherever you may be, uh, we understand love is amazing. But also love can bring heartbreak. And yeah. in the middle of that, I talked to this about this a lot. We were youth pastors for quite a few years uh, in a season of our life. We talked with young people all the time about this word dating, dating, right? And I think it's really important people to, for people to understand like dating isn't bad, right? right? But dating is scary because dating is the bridge. Like we just talked about, dating is the bridge between basically like strangers and marriage for 50, 60, 70, some people 80 years, right? That's that's like big time, right? But it's crazy. Uh, and, and it's so important that we actually kind of like take a look at it uh, and, and really, di- I guess, dive into a little bit more on like what is healthy dating. And so what we're going to do over the next few moments, we're going to do Dating 101. Okay. Does that sound good? Sounds good. And so we're going to do Dating 101. We're going to kind of walk you guys through, like I guess you could say four things that you need to be looking out for. Not red flags, nothing like that, but four things you need to keep in mind while dating. That's it. This is Dating 101. Let's get into it. Let's go. First thing, and I'll let Marissa kind of tackle it. I'm going to say it, and she's going to go for it, is that we say number one thing you should keep in mind is that this person you're dating or about to date, you should think is physically attractive. You should think they're hot, right, babe? Yeah, you should You should <laughs> ask yourself the question, Do do am I attracted to them? Yeah, absolutely. And that's important. I think that's actually probably the question we all think about when we think about dating. Maybe the only question. It may be the only question, and unfortunately, it could be that that only question. Uh, But there's so much more to that. However, um, I know sometimes it's really popular, um, uh, even from a mindset, to think, um, oh, I don't have to be attracted to them, or maybe you know I'm attracted to their heart, but not maybe them physically, and maybe that's okay. And that may be okay for a season. And out of that, you may become attracted to them outwardly. Right. But a physical attraction is important. Um, and it's important that you want to be uh, and that you are w- with someone that you're attracted to in that way. A hundred percent. I'm telling you right now, fellas, this is important. Obviously, this is something that we always look for, right? But too often, it's the only thing we look for, yeah. right? And that'll preach. And so it's really, really important for us to take into consideration that first one. That's why it's number one and not number four. That's right, <laughs> right? Um, but at the same time, there's so much more. There's to a lot more. Number so two. So what's number two? Number two is really important. This person you're dating, you should keep this in mind. You should be personally compatible. Like your personality should complement, right? Theirs. It doesn't always yeah. mean you have to laugh at every joke, right? Because I think some people out there have like husbands that are not funny or, or boyfriends that are not funny, right? But it or does. Girlfriends that or are girlfriends not funny. that are not funny, right? But I think it's important that you guys are compatible, right? And so what do you think? What do you think about that a little bit, Marissa? Like what is that thing where if you're a girl, like what do you look for? and being personally compatible. Yeah, and I think it's different for everyone. So what what it was for me with you could be different for someone with sure. somebody else yeah. that they're interested in dating. But we each have such a unique personality that's handcrafted uh, based off of our experiences, based off of our trials that we walk through, based off of every 
uh, thing we've gone through in our life, our personality and the way we even we respond to things and um, even just who you are that's literally God character inside your DNA, mm. um, we're all different. And so you need to find someone that you can mesh with in that personality trait. So s- for some people that may be someone who you can laugh with. Yeah. Or I, I had a friend that was like, I want someone I can sing songs at the top of my lungs in like my car Disney. with. Come on. Yeah, but things like that are important. So finding what that is for you and knowing can our personalities be compatible? So if you're good. someone that's really outgoing and sometimes it works if you're with someone that's really um, introverted or v- vice versa or opposite, but for every person it's different. But uh, I think what's important is knowing what that looks like for you will help you find the right person for you. That's so good. And also just making sure you know this too, is that um, there is arguments in dating relationships. There's uh, yes. uh, uh, disgruntles. Is that a is that a word? Disgrunt? Okay. Yeah, it's a word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is going to be quarrels. I got these crazy cool words I'm just throwing out. <laughs> Dictionary.com. Okay. I love gonna, it. I would break it down for <laughs> You're going to fight. You're going to fight. That's and real. You're going to fight. And, and fighting isn't always bad, but it's important to recognize yeah. what are you fighting about? And are you fighting every single day? Are you fighting every single moment? And I think some people, we, you know, we talked to a lot of youth students, a lot of young people um, over the course of our years um, are in relationships where they're fighting constantly, right? Or they're not actually getting along with somebody. And so it's really important to know, not just um, are you getting along? Are they making you laugh? But are they actually helping you grow? Uh, are they actually somebody who you could see yourself with um, and, and be at peace even? Yeah. Yeah. Number three, I love this one. This is a, a, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is like uh, if there's a mountaintop, one, two, four coming up, three, I, I think is a, is, a, is a really important one. Uh, and this is kind of a question um, is, is what do they love most? What do they love most? Uh, for us, and I'll just kind of speak for this ourselves, we love Jesus. We are, we are believers um, shout out to all the Christians on the podcast, and, and believe me, there's plenty of people watching who are not believers, and that's totally cool. Yeah. Uh, but if you love the gym, right? If you love your career, like what do you love most? Does that person you're dating love it with you? Right. Because if they don't love it with you, it might be really difficult. Right? Yeah, it could be the thing that separates you. It from could be them. the thing. And right? I think that if you're talking in like a Christian relationship, um loving Jesus the most was really important for both of us it was huge. and having that foundation that you were going to put even Christ before you're going to put me crazy. And I was going to put my walk with God even before I put you. Right. And that's important and that's hard, but it's needed that we were going to have those in order of importance. 100%. And so finding someone that has a similar order of importance to you with what they value, with what they love, with what they spend time in, mm. with what they invest in, those things are really important. And those things are what set you up for success, for longevity, uh, and for compatibility in a relationship. Those things are really important. It's 100% necessary for us to ask that question. If you haven't yet, you're in a relationship, uh, maybe you're even in a marriage, uh, you know, God is not done. He can always do something. There's always more. That's the totally. That's oh my the, gosh. That's a heart, right? Uh, for this podcast. Um, but man, it's so important to ask that yourself that question. What do they love most? And then maybe you don't actually know. Ask them. Yeah. You know, I dare someone on this podcast to ask that person they're dating, what do you love most? And Even like, your hobbies, like yeah. what hobbies that you yeah. have similar. And I just want to back up real quick and touch on the fact that if if someone is listening and maybe you've walked through a situation where you're with someone that maybe you do love the Lord or and, and yeah. they're not at that place yet, God can work in oh incredible ways. And we've actually seen him do it in, in so many people's lives. Absolutely. And so, um, but not only that, um, but everyone has a story to tell, yeah. uh, but even down to hobbies and interests and likes, but finding those things 
things that can bring you together are super important. And if they don't know that question's too big, I don't know what I love. Ask them, what do you spend your time most on? I think you just yes, said that. It's yes. so actually so practical and so good because you can actually quantifiably find, wow, this is actually what I spend my time on most. I spend my time playing Fortnite or I play. I spend my time dancing. And some people or, are gaming couples together. Yeah, I've seen that. That's really cool. And we shop together. So it's yes. like amazing, right? Um, so that's really important. Number four. Yeah. This is, a, this is a big one. It's really, really important. And this is the last one. It's the last one is what, I guess you say, where are they going? What direction are is this person heading, right? What do you say about that? What would you say if you were dating right now in 2022 Saying for some young people, saying for some maybe people who are uh, experienced daters looking for the one, what would you say? Like, why is that such a big deal? Yeah, where are you going? When I think of that question, I think of what's the trajectory or where is uh where's your life headed? Um, And basically what we're getting at is what's their calling? What is their greatest passions? And do they align with yours? Um, Maybe they have an idea for a career uh, that they want to go down that path. And can you see yourself aligning with that with them and following down that path? Uh, Maybe it's ministry. Can you see yourself aligning with them? And uh, for us, that was a huge thing. We both knew that we wanted to pursue uh, our lives dedicated to, you know, literally preaching the gospel and leading people to Jesus and salvation. And for us, that was a big deal. And so we knew that our passions had to align with that. And thankfully they did. Um, but what, what is it? Maybe it's a dream or a vision that your spouse or your potential spouse has for starting their own business. Can you come alongside of them? Can you, uh, support them even in their entrepreneurial desires? Um, so finding those things of what is the course of their life? Where is it headed? And can I, a, can I do the same thing? Yeah. And B, if I know that that's not my exact calling, can I come alongside of them and support them and go with them towards that goal? It's super important because um, that's also going to help your relationship. And that's also going to be another thing that solidifies yeah. is finding those things. That's so good. And I think that kind of the root um, understanding of what a marriage is all about um, and really what a spouse is, is it's a helpmate. It's a helpmate for you, right? And that's not just biblical. That's actually practical is that the person sitting next to you, if you're married, uh, is the person that's supposed to help you in life, right? In everything. You're also the one that's going to help me put my socks on when I'm 85, right? (laughs) Uh, Help me, you know, get out of the shower. Help make me some food, right? And she does all those things. She's amazing, right? But it's just so important to to look at that practically and say, this is a person that will help me in my life, whatever I want to do in this world, right? We only get one life, right? Right. YOLO. That's old school, right? YOLO. But we, we get one life. And I think it's so important that we recognize who do we want along that journey with us, somebody who you couldn't even see your life without um, going in the same direction together. Uh, but I want to speak to this too, as kind of we conclude a little bit for this episode. Um, it's so important that I think uh, when you consider these four things, um, you you don't look at one, two, and three and say, okay, I, I have those, or I, I feel like I'm, I'm on, in a dating relationship where we, we're solid in one, two, and three. Um, but some people sometimes throw out somebody. Uh, they're dating or, or they're completely like, might hear this podcast and think, I knew it. I need to break up with this person because sure. we don't go. We don't want to go the same way. I feel like it's important to say, as a disclaimer, God can change hearts. Yeah. God can change dreams. And also, don't throw away your dream just to be with somebody, yeah. right? That's going somewhere else, right? But at the same time, and please hear us in this. This is just kind of a wisdom speaking from multiple different people we've seen walk this life. Um, don't don't uh, settle, yeah. right? It's important, right? Uh, don't settle. Don't don't just say, you know what. 
uh, I have this dream to be a missionary in Uganda. This is just an example, right? Uh, and this person I'm dating just wants to hang out, you know, and, and just, you know, I don't know. Their dream's different. Stay it's, in it's, the States, it's a, right? Yeah. It's important to recognize that although maybe one, two, and three, like they're incredibly beautiful or very, very, very cute, right? Uh, and we get along really well. And they love Jesus or they love the same thing I love but they want an entirely different life. It's important to recognize to not throw that person out, not change entirely to that person, but really get some good godly counsel on what maybe the next step would be for that relationship. And and, and if you're watching this and you find yourself like a believer and a Christ follower, that's prayer. Yeah. And going to God and hearing from the voice of God. So good. Love that. And prayer is what I'd recommend as your next step. And uh, I was talking about this actually earlier today about a totally different situation uh, with someone. And it was about the verse from James. It mm. says, be, be quick to listen, slow to speak and mm. slow to get angry. Mm. And what's so powerful about that is that we should be that way even in decision making. My dad used to always tell me growing up, Mercy, you should sleep on it. You should sleep on it before you make a decision. <laughs> you should sleep on it. And at the time, I didn't like it. But now I love that he said that because yeah. what he was trying to instill in me was the fact that if I f- feel something, it could be my emotions speaking yeah. and not speaking from a place of wisdom. So like you said, seeking counsel, seeking counseling, yeah. seeking um, people that maybe have successful relationships. And I know for us, that's been huge. And asking them, how do you sustain this relationship? How do right. you um, become better? Yep. How, how do you do those things? Yep. And and even though our story is so beautiful, there are parts of our story that we're broken. Yeah. And we're going to continue to talk about that in upcoming episodes. Because it's a huge topic yeah. that we want to talk about too. Because sometimes um, what you only see is the... Um, the small glimpse the fin- of a story in the, the finish. Yeah. Right? in the finish, but God can work a lot in the middle and he can work a lot with your mess. Absolutely. And we had to have a lot of serious conversations in order to get to the place of here we are. hundred percent. Here we are. So I just want to lastly, just encourage someone that just like you said, reiterate, if you maybe are in a relationship that you feel like, um, you know, the multiple different things. A, there's no way out. Um, if it's an unhealthy relationship, there's always a way out. Yep. And uh, get around people that can help you um, see light and see truth and see health. That's super important. Yep. Um, and maybe you're in a great relationship, but you're like, I don't know if we have all those things lined up together. That's okay. Start praying together. Start seeking together how you can um, even find more compatible ways uh, to be, be that for one another. So it's so unique when we talk about relationships because we're all crafted and created. And it goes back to what we talked about at mm-hmm. the beginning of the podcast. We're all made so uniquely. I think of our thumbprint. It's such a unique design. Yep. And because it is, we're all going to gravitate towards something different. So for what worked for us could be different for somebody else. But these are four things that we found to be really helpful when building a strong relationship. Absolutely. And I think to, to echo everything you said is that we believe in even these four things and what we even kind of were considering when we were even dating each other without yeah. it really even being a, a set one, two, three, four. There was the things that we really, really were the bedrock of why we chose each other. And so we hope that this would help you guys. We hope that this would definitely even help people you know. Um, and hopefully, being that this is the point of the podcast, would bring even more to your life. This is the podcast. We hope you subscribe. Subscribe. Episode two, we out. Let's go.